You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The uh, Safe Senior Hour, I hope all is well. Uh, as we start off every show, uh, uh, we try to remind everybody that elder abuse doesn't report itself. And uh, our topics deal with uh, uh, three types of abuse. Uh, uh, physical, which I think people understand what physical is. Uh, we had a horrible case here in Georgia of a of a caretaker uh, actually take a lighted cigarette and burn a a, a very severely uh, a, a, per, a senior with severe dementia and burn them all over. And that case will uh, hopefully is being investigated and going to trial. Um, second is financial, and that's the biggest fraud, uh, abuse committed on the elderly. Uh, unfortunately, mostly by our loved ones or family, but that's where the professional scammers get involved, and that's what we talk about on the financial exploitation of, of, of seniors. And the third is institutional uh, abuse, and, and uh, this is a hot topic around the country right now, and, and we'll talk uh more about that as we go through uh, go through the, the show today. Um, today we're going to start off with just an update like we do every, uh, occasionally as an update on the financial frauds that are taking place out uh, out there throughout our country and throughout the world and it comes from the Baker Fraud Report and all those who are interested in more detail I suggest you go online and look at the Baker Fraud Report. Uh, Steve Baker has been on the show several times and uh, and really takes the time to find out what is going on in the way of uh, financial exploitation in many areas, not just of the elderly, but um, what's happening in the United States and around the world. So some of the highlights uh, that we are uh, we're going to talk about today the um, for example six and um, and something we don't talk too much about is time timeshare resales fraud um, there's six in Mexico were indicted for 10 million dollars in New Orleans for timeshare and why am I addressing timeshare I was at a uh, gathering and many many seniors uh, when timeshare was in vogue and I'm not saying it's out of vogue but I remember it was really the big push on they bought, um, they bought into a lot of timeshares and they can't get rid of them or whatever it is, and now they have these scams that say they'll help you if you pay money up front. And it's good to see that uh, a uh, a person gets arrested here on, um, or in this case, six people get arrested on the on these on these scams here. Uh, I'm just looking down the list as I as I talk here. Um, our friends in the Netherlands um, lose. Let's see. Um, I think it's a, a million. It was over a million dollars um, in 1.1 million euros, which is a little more than a million dollars in these uh, phishing scams, where people just call and call and call. And kind of tie in the um, uh, try to get uh, one person to bite and then pull a scam on them, and um, so 
it, there is an increase in that right now, and and I think that's interesting that now we have the um, the uh, the Dutch claiming how big of a problem this is. Um, let's see the looking down on on the um, on the on the fraud uh, Baker fraud line. The uh, romance scam uh, uh, is still going on, and in in Virginia, a uh, a Ghanaian person from Ghana um, uh, swindled a woman out of hundreds of thousands of dollars, and um, says here lost more than three hundred thousand through an online romance scam. Uh, this was out of a federal indictment. Uh, in the Virginia area. Uh, that person was charged with wire and mail fraud in U.S. District Court. Uh, he pretended... Now, these are, this is important. As we talk about this, you can see how these scammers, you know, try to hook you in and try to de- develop the rapport with you. Uh, remember, romance scams is one of the few scams that take a long period of time to develop. Most scams are they, they sell you the urgency. You have to do it now. You have to uh, keep uh, uh, this is your chance to do the deal or this is your only opportunity to get involved. But romance scams are different. Romance scams, they have to get in and get your trust and get you to believe that they really care about you and that they really want to, want to deal uh, with you and you alone. Uh, in this case, the investigators say... Um, the gentleman, the defendant, uh, pretended to be a widower from Virginia Beach where he met the victim um, online in 2016 and sent pictures making it look like he was a 57-year-old balding white man. Um, and, and the indictment went through at a dating site called Our Time. This is according to this newspaper article I'm reading. The two began exchanging messages and phone calls, and the and the defendant using an area code, making it seem like he was calling from Northern Virginia. In a real, in reality, he was calling from Africa. Now that's that's the second lesson out of this, as we talked about the number that you look at on your phone or your uh, 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 well, your phone, excuse me, or your home phone that calls in. That number can be made to look like any number from anywhere in the world. So when we tell people don't answer a phone unless you know who it's from, and then when they leave a message and say they're with XYZ, you independently check on XYZ. Remember, computers have have given millions and millions of people courage because they sit behind it and nobody knows who's typing. Nobody knows whether the picture was sent, like in this case, was real. And nobody knows the number they used was real. So this is a good good lesson. I, I mean, I'm sorry for the victim in this case, but this is a, a $300,000 lesson. And this should be, everybody should realize this, no matter where you live in the United States or all over the world, this is an important lesson. Um goes on to say that uh, over the course of their online romantic relationship 
the uh, the victim sent uh, gifts and money costing over $312,814. Part of the scheme, uh, the investigators allege, uh, that the defendant needed $200,000 to buy gold for his jewelry business but didn't have the money. The victim then began transferring money under the promise she would be repaid when he returned to Virginia business to celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, the victim then sent flowers to the to uh, excuse me the defendant then sent flowers to to the female victim's home in Chesapeake with a message in all caps. Quote. Now remember, these people are slick. They're good at what they do, and they really want to get inside your mind that they are the ones for you. And the note on the flowers in all caps read. Do you know how much I love you? I love you more than the heaven, more than the stars. Your beauty is greater than the 1,000 roses. Jerry. Um, About after a year of this, the victim finally started to realize she'd become a victim of the fraud. Um, During uh, an interview that... um, um, they developed that the defendant was really a 36-year-old African man going by the tribal name Yaw, Y-A-W, according to the indictment. Uh, um, uh, uh, FBI agents say romance or confidence fraud continues to be a big problem. In uh, 2017, more than 15,000 people filed complaints with the FBI totaling losses of $211 million. So, and uh, again, tips, and that's what this is for. We're here to educate everybody. We're here to to help you understand the significance of situations like this and how to prevent it, and to tell your friends, to tell your loved ones, uh, if you suspect they're involved in these, that, that to be very careful of who they deal with on the Internet, and especially never send money to anybody you don't know that you meet on the Internet because you don't know who they really are. And what they recommend uh, uh, is to avoid becoming a victim. Um, always reverse searching someone's dating profile picture, see if it's really being used elsewhere online. In this case, you would have seen that this picture that they showed of this gentleman was being used. In addition, for other people, they say to pay attention to inconsistencies of someone's story and never send money to someone you meet online. We can't say that enough, that it is that it is a, a horrible situation when you get conned, but you can prevent it by not sending money you meet online. Um, Try to meet the person. Uh, many of the scams, and we talk about these, the scams where you think that they're going to set up a date to meet or um, that you get planned to go and all of a sudden, suddenly they can't meet. And, and I go back to the case that I'm very familiar with that took place here where a, a, uh, a, an accountant who had retired met a man or answered a, 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 a line on Facebook and uh, 
thought she was dealing with a contractor in Birmingham, Alabama. She lived outside of Atlanta. Um, started innocently enough. All of a sudden, they all had the same interests. And again, when you're dealing with these scamsters, whether it's male or female, it's it's equal. It's not just one. It's not just one male or female. It's it's it equally affects everybody. But. Once they, they, they start their spiel, and they have a notebook that they go by. They, these are professionals, and they go by this, and, and, and their whole goal is to get you to believe that you, are, you have met the person of your, of your soulmate and that everything that you like, they like. And in that case, uh, it was uh, uh, started out rather innocently. They, uh, I remember the, 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 uh, the victim said, they set up three or four meetings. She was on her way to Birmingham to meet him, and then all of a sudden his work took him out of town. But he said he'd come to Atlanta to meet him, and, and the people don't know Birmingham and, and Atlanta are about, I guess, 150, 200 miles away. And um, she got all set to meet him to go to a very nice dinner and have the wine that they both talk about, the great food and wine. And then something else came up, and he couldn't make it, and this went on and on. And finally, she was inquisitive enough, said, well, what happened here? And she said, uh, uh, he said, listen, I'm having a little cash flow problem. He was a contractor, and I just need to get some money to, to keep my business af- uh, afloat. said, how much you need? And he said, $500. It started with $500. She wired the money to him in Birmingham. I'm going to really fast forward the story. $50,000 later, uh, she finally called the authorities. And so they trace the, the, the money, and this will be a good lead-in for the next show. So you can find out, I'm mean, not next show, the next segment, and I'll let you know what the tracing of the money showed. With that, that will end our first segment of the Safe Senior Hour. And with that, uh, I wanted to interrupt. This is David Moxley. Uh, I'm the owner of America's Web Radio, and I uh, wanted to thank Joe for... Um, doing the show for us now for a number of months and we have gotten a lot of a people a lot of people's attention by doing we're the only radio station in the country that does a weekly show about elderly abuse no other radio station or television station has taken it on however it is interesting that we have since we started the show a number of national and even a local rag here has started uh, emulating and copying us on what we're doing on America's web radio. Uh, and there, and it's good. I have no qualms about anybody talking about elderly abuse. I started the show with Joe many months ago because of my mother. And uh, there was nobody to turn to back then. And uh, I knew that it was a problem. And as I joined the crowd of elderly and get phone calls. And by the way, if you've got a story to tell, please email it to generalmanagergm at americaswebradio.com. And we'd like to hear from you about the stories and the bad things that have happened to you. And if we can expose them, everybody wins. We want to get to these crooks and put them out of business. So, you know, stay tuned to America's Web Radio. We've got other great shows coming along. We've got one that I think you're going to get a 
real kick out of. It'll incorporate our video abilities as well as our audio. And uh, it should be starting in November with a uh, veteran, as a matter of fact. And uh, as most of you know, the tune in weekly and and uh, tune in to us frequently, we support our veterans. And we're very big advocates. I think what's happening with with Major Goldstein right now is absolutely absurd. Rules of engagement are meant for the boxing ring, not for the battlefield. And we're over there to stop the Taliban and the garbage that they are in reality. And, uh, you know, I hope you'll support Major Goldstein in his fight with the system he put a bomb maker out of business by killing the piece of garbage. How many lives did he save, folks? Think about that. So with that being said, I'm going to run one ad, and we'll come back to Joe. And, I, again, I want to thank him for doing the Elderly Abuse Show safe. And um, keep in mind, folks, when you read something or you hear it someplace else, think about where it started, America's Web Radio. We'll be back right after this. You can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan, and every family will save thousands of dollars a year. I'm Ellen Deal, and if you've been hurt by the Affordable Care Act, you can email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com to see if we can help. Small business owners, individuals, families, and baby boomers, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com for three easy questions to determine if you can get away from Obamacare. I'm a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry and here to help you for all your insurance needs. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Well, welcome back to the second segment of Safe Senior Hour. I was uh, uh, I was telling a, a story. We're talking about financial exploitations um, and about a romance scam. We described one up in Virginia, and uh, we started going into explaining of a case that I'm familiar with how these uh, scams work, and we kind of left you hanging on uh, on a situation where a a, uh, a a woman who was retired and an accountant had met a man online who was supposedly a contractor in Birmingham, Alabama, and she lived outside in a county outside of Atlanta and started to uh, communicate. And again, I, I can't stress enough, romance scams take a period of time. They're not one of the scams that they rush you into it. The uh, the playbooks that we we've been able to see law enforcement uh, looked at and show that th- there's a very very program manner to a scamster dealing with a romance scams and uh, in that case she thought she was dealing with a gentleman contractor in Birmingham and um, missed several meetings he missed several meetings and it started uh, this is about after a month and a half that. 
he was just shy of $500 to keep his business going because the accounts receivable as a contractor weren't coming in. All understandable. She was an accountant. She understands that. So she did wire $500 to Birmingham. And uh, fast forward, as I said, $55,000 later, she realizes she never was going to meet him, that there's something fishy. And so the government uh, uh, traced, um, was reported, traced one of the transactions. And I believe the transaction was $1,000. I might be wrong. But just to show you how these scammers work, $1,000 was wired from Metro Atlanta to Birmingham. When the authorities went to talk to the the, the recipient of the, the wire funds there, uh, the company said, who'd you give the $1,000 to? They said, we gave it to nobody. We were instructed on this account to wire the money, I believe, to Toronto, Canada. When they checked the Toronto, um, the authorities in Toronto, well, who picked up the $1,000? Uh, the the uh, recipient of that money said, well, we were told, the recipient, the, the company, that this account, that this money was to be wired to Amsterdam in the Netherlands. So when they checked there to the company that received that, so remember it went from Atlanta to Birmingham to Toronto, now that $1,000 all wiring, you know, electronically, is in Amsterdam. When they checked there, they said it was sent to uh, Nigeria. Now, there's a woman that, that was dealing with a person she thought was a contractor, had a picture, everything, and it was all 100% bogus. So you can see how easy it is to get caught up in this in this romance type uh, uh, scam. Uh, she says that everything that she liked about things to do, about liking to travel, liking fine food, liking wine, this person liked all the same things, and she was excited that she would get to meet somebody that she could uh, uh, interact with uh, socially. So um, that, is the, uh, that, that, that is the lesson to be learned there. Remember, don't send money to somebody you don't know. And again, a picture on the Internet can be made up and it can be as phony as phony can be here. Uh, <clears throat> another scam that I, we're trying to, this is our fraud summary Excuse me. Week, um, we have a, a Nigerian lady uh, scams an elderly um, woman in uh, in New Jersey. She scammed the elderly woman out of seventeen thousand. Uh, and this, and we have addressed this uh, recently. We told you about some new new scams. Or old scams that have been, you know, rejuvenated, and uh, using an old trick, the uh, the defendant told a woman or the victim that the victim was eligible for a grant of seventy five thousand dollars from the United Nations Democracy Fund program. The victim, uh, based in Texas, now the the woman who's doing the scam is in New Jersey. Uh, the the, uh, the victim who's in Texas sent a total of seventeen thousand dollars to access the seventy five thousand from a fake UN fund. 
the victim later talked to a family member, told her it was a scam. Remember, it's a good lesson. If you suspect something or something's not right, have somebody you can trust, a family member, a, a, a neighbor that you trust, a, somebody in your faith base, whether it be a, uh, uh, in your church, in your synagogue, in your mosque or whatever, talk to them and say, hey, I think something's wrong. Uh, this is very important that you get somebody else's opinion because these people are good and they got you conned in already. So if there's something that bothers you, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, here it is, pay 17000 to get $75,000. You know, you got you got a red light should be going up. Um uh, according to the authorities, the victim told uh, uh, the authorities a person using a fake Facebook uh, address contacted her saying they were a family member. Uh, the victim began to talk to the scammer after seeing a picture of another family member of the, of the victim. So, so they're playing on the emotions and playing on, on seniors. And, and I tell people, and again, here in the North Georgia Elder Abuse Task Force, we've spoken to over 3,000 seniors. And I tell everybody, and, you know, everybody, the seniors wonder, why me? Why us? <coughs> well, why us is because our people and our, our generation are usually very trusting. We used to close deals with a handshake, your word with your bond. We uh, usually were able to save or accumulate a little bit of money. And the third is we love our families, and, and we love our, our, our kids, and we love our grandkids, but we're very family-oriented. In this case, uh, the, uh, the uh, scammer, the defendant, um, uh, began to, to uh, talk to the victim here. Uh, based on, on a dealings with a, another family member. That the 29-year-old uh, defendant was a Nigerian living in New Jersey on a visa. Uh, and through good police work, the sheriff's office compared pictures and found out this was the same uh, same woman removing uh, um, money out of an ATM and that this woman was also the defendant getting various uh, payments from various sources uh, as they claim Venmo, Zelle Pay and personal checks so they so the inve investigators uh, enforcement froze the account um, to make money available to the victim and the arrest was her bond was set at $1 million. And she's waiting uh, extradition and, and to, to leave the country. A simple transaction that my hat's off to law enforcement in Texas who followed this through, just didn't give up on it, and were able to, uh, able to put uh, this woman away. A significant, uh, not a lot of money, but a significant uh, uh, case for, for us to learn from. Remember, education is everything. With that, we're going to end our, uh, our second uh, segment of the Safe Senior Hour, and we're going to go through on some uh, suggestions uh, 
about the costs of, of elderly, of, of uh, living in, um, in our elder years here. With that, that'll end the second segment of the Safe Senior Hour. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. Last week, my party chief said he wanted to go someplace he had never been before. So, I took him to the rear property line. Sound familiar? Are you tired of trudging all the way to the back of property lines? Why not take the steps to become a crew chief instead? Or even better, why not become a professional land surveyor and see your name stamped on that final survey? The Nettleman Institute of Land Surveying Engineering Technology is your next step. At NYSET, We believe you are the future of surveying, and we want to do everything we can to help you succeed at becoming a professional surveyor. NYSET offers the only online one-year certificate of land surveying program that includes all books, fees, and expenses in one simple price. Visit LandSurveyCareer.com to stop trucking through the mud and step into your future today. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Well, welcome back to the uh, third segment of today's Safe Senior Hour. Remember, uh, elder abuse doesn't report itself. And um, we've been talking about um, a summary of just updating on some of the scams and frauds to educate us all and kind of tie in before we're talking about the U.S. military. I during the break, I was just noticing a gentleman pled guilty in Nigeria to uh, uh, impersonation and obtaining by false pretenses money, not a lot of money in this case, $1,500 uh, from a, uh, an American. Um, but the defendant was posing as a U.S. general. 
and it was quite of a impersonation. Um, General Moore of the United States International Leave Board Syria Peacekeeping Office, and <laughs> this gentleman in Nigeria who was a student posed as him to gain advantage for obtaining, um, in this case, $1,500. The dollar amount's not a lot, but again, be leery of who you're dealing with because somebody says they are on the Internet a military person, a general, a contractor. Just look behind the scenes because you can be whatever you want. Here's a gentleman in Nigeria who ended up posing as a uh, as a general, and he was a student. And so you can see that kind of situation uh, uh, can happen anywhere. And they're able then to get um, uh, pictures and put pictures on the Internet and say these are uh, these are exactly what's going on, and and I'm here, and you think it's this general or this major. I've seen pictures of majors, of a major, um, and supposedly handling the construction of some big building or in, in Afghanistan, and they use that. Now, remember, I've said it took place for both male and female. They are using actively using a picture of a... Uh, of a, um, whether a major or a colonel in the army, of a female colonel army, saying that she's stationed overseas and that she wants to deal with people that aren't involved in the military. So I think, you know, you can see these people will go to any steps, anything to go ahead and try to uh, con people to get money. They're up to one, and as David says, they're just thieves. And that's what they're looking for. So anyway, that'll end that that portion of what we're talking about on 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 frauds today. And I do want to I do want to go into a, a little update. There was a, there was a good um, article or a study done by the National Aging in Place Council, uh, and they they did a handbook called "The Costs of Aging." And there's some interesting uh, items and statistics here that I want everybody to know. Remember, this is an educational show. We educate you. You go out and educate other people, your loved ones, other people in your community, other seniors. And that's how the word gets out. And as I said, we talk about constantly when you talk to the professionals and you say, what can we do to stop these frauds and stop abuse? And they say the same thing, education, education, education. And that's what we're doing here, and that's what, you know, my hat's off to uh, um, to David for allowing us to do this show weekly because this really gets to the to the heart of the matter of trying to educate. Um, they've published, and again, you can go online and look at it, Aging in Place, the housing options of a of what elders face and it's just kind of enlightening to me and I can look at different things um, they break it down to fair market rent for a two bedroom apartment and then the next one is affordable housing rents uh, to a household earning 60% of the area median income meaning meaning they're, they're not there at the middle yet but uh, this is what the rents are and then assistant living with the cost but the nursing home care a monthly cost in a private room. And this shows you what seniors have to look at and, 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 
and the disparity between them. And I will take, uh, uh, for example, Georgia. Fair market rent for a two-bedroom apartment is $848. Affordable housing rent um, is uh, $900. Assistant living monthly rent is $2,850. But a nursing home care monthly cost in a private room is $6,175. Now, the highest, and they give every state here, in the United States, and the highest by far, which you would you would normally think of, would be just because far away is a nursing home care one room is twenty four thousand uh, dollars and change in Alaska, and the fair market rent for a two bedroom apartment is one thousand two hundred nine dollars. Uh, as I just scroll through here, some of the um, the the least amount of uh, cost I see for the uh, one bedroom uh, looks like to me it's the state of Oklahoma uh, at five thousand nineteen dollars, and then I just explain the highest. So it just varies from wherever you are, but it's an interesting statistic to look at your choice that you have from a one from a two bedroom apartment to the 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 for a better the the gold standard say of a private room the the rough monthly cost it's kind of interesting the um <clears throat> it says a typical senior living in a sing in a single family home uh this is determined by metlife's uh is 850 per month for costs such as utilities taxes and maintenance $250 a month for food, $456 per month for three hours of daily assistance, twice weekly at $19 an hour. Uh, that's if you have people come to the house and take care of you. Um, and then there's some adult day services at $804 a month. Um, it would it just showed you that there are costs out there that you that you need to look at other than just a rent cost. <clears throat> what they what they did in their study, which is very interesting to me, is they uh, prioritized uh, renovations to age in place, and they do it by different things. One is falls prevention. If you're living at home and you're a senior, I think we all dread the idea that you're going to fall. I thought we all know everybody that falls and they break a hip, or they uh, fall and break some bones, uh, which leads us to um, remember there are items out there you can get that if you live alone or you're alone a lot, that it will send a notification to uh, 911 and to individuals that um, you you list. Uh, for example, I have a... Uh, and I'm not promoting one way or another, but an Apple Watch here that I know if I fall, um, it comes on the watch and said, are you okay? And then it says, yes, have you fallen? And you say, no, that, you know, the watch went off. But it gives, it'll call 911 if I don't answer those those questions. So it's, and there are other, there are other, other devices out there that work like that. So, you know, if you're alone, you should look at it, and you're, you're fortunate enough to be able to afford them. But 
<coughs> excuse me, of the first priority they list is falls prevention. And you can do this around your home for $1,000 or less. And I think these are some just great common sense ideas, but we need to be remembered on this uh, constantly. One, removing throw rugs, especially in the bathroom. You don't want to get on a rug and then the rug slides out from under you. And I think we've all seen that. Common, common, uh, just common everyday things. It says installing grab bars and grips in the bathroom. This enables you to move and to to go through where where we all need something to give us stability. And again, these things cost a thousand dollars or less. Good lighting and switching for stairs, halls, and entries. How many times have we all gone into an area where it's dark or barely we can see, and you end up missing a step or missing something? So that's a really good. Um, Good point. And, of course, securing or removing the carpet on the stairs where if you're walking without shoes and your socks, the smoothness to let you fall, and I think we've all experienced that. And um, and then trying to keep a nightlight on for, for all of us that get up in the middle of the night and so you see where you're going so you don't have to feel going through it. So that was the first priority that they recommended, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, the second priority that they talk about is entryway, easy movement, and use of home features. They say, and this they say, could cost between four thousand and thirty thousand, depending on obviously the structure in the house. But those are removing and reducing the number and heights of steps, and increasing the horizontal depth of steps for easy sidestepping with both hands on one rail. Sometimes steps are so narrow, and I think you I think you all know those where those steps are. And those are hard, especially as we get older, to, to navigate. So that's very interesting. Um, and then a clear no-step path to the bedroom bathroom. Those are people that are fortunate to live on one level where you don't have to go up or down to go use the bathroom. And again, you know, there's we all we all have to make those trips in the middle of the night. But the other point, which is doesn't cost a lot, though, is repositioning or rearranging uh, furniture and entertainment system spaces so you're not bumping into things. That's the biggest problem as you walk through in the night, that you're bumping into things. So that's just a – that was the second priority that they list. Again, this is from Aging in Place. They just did a, a study on this. Third priority is substantial remodeling and equipment for – a house, and I know um, some of this David talks about, but is like no step shower or bath lift mechanism, seated sink, and assistant space at the toilet. Um, you know, there's a you know some of us has to go in to go in and shower, and 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 then maybe David will address it about the um, the the drying system he has that dries you in the shower without having to get a towel. Um, I don't know if you want to touch on that, David, if you got a minute to touch on that. That's one of the remodeling and equipment that would help seniors. Yeah, it's very simple. You can go online and look up tornado body dryer. And I wonder who's going to copy us on this one. But um, right. you can go online, tornado body dryer. It is in the shower with you, and I use it uh, at the end, towards the end of my shower, not only to dry off, 
but I leave it on, and it takes care of drying the shower. It, you know, I don't have to squeegee the walls. I don't have to do anything. takes care of no, no mildew, no anything. And I leave it on a couple of minutes, and uh, every, wow, your utility bill. No, I, it's no different from what it was. It doesn't take that much power to do it. And, uh, you know, it dries your hair. It dries all of you, and it's very comfortable and feels good. It's just warmer circulating around you, drying you off, and uh, you don't have to mess with I do mess with a towel, as a matter of fact. I still use a towel a little bit, but... Not, uh, you know, not like I did, and uh, it's uh, it's a great thing. TornadoBodyDryer.com, and uh, if you call them, you order one, tell them uh, you heard about it on America's Web Radio. One other thing that I want to add is that, uh, as Joe and I talked before the show, America's Web Radio is totally in support of Major Matthew Goldstein, who is now fighting for his life because he killed a piece of garbage Taliban bomb maker. And I'm sorry, folks. I just, you know, I was in the military. I understand that there are procedures to be followed. And, you know, he wasn't there to sing Kumbaya around the fire. He was there to do a job. And no one, I have heard absolutely no one bring up the fact that, well, if this Taliban piece of garbage bomb maker had lived, how many more people would he have killed with his IEDs and other bombs that he was making? And how many people had he killed? So I would ask for your support in supporting Major Goldstein against the system. Now, maybe he did, I don't know all the facts, maybe he did break some rules. Okay, that's what you've got a 201 file. You put a a letter in your 201 file, he gets slapped in the hand, he loses a promotion, whatever. But it's not a death penalty by any means, and that's what they want to try him for, his murder. And I'm sorry, but he he ain't going to kill a piece of garbage Taliban bomb maker in the United States. We sent him over there. The United States sent him there to do a job. The Army's job is to kill the enemy, and he did. And how many lives did he save by killing the son of a bitch? So there you have it. Look it up, Major Matthew Goldstein, and please support him. So, with that being said, back to you, Joe. Well, thank you, David. Um, we we um, we're, we're starting to finish up our third uh, our third segment of the Safe Senior Hour, and um, oh, now we're into our fourth segment, um, uh, and we're just going to finish this very enlightening uh, information from the National Aging and Place Council. Um, the third priority uh, we talked about and we, was the ma- major remodeling and equipment in house. If you're fortunate, is um, we talked about the no step shower, the uh, the the uh, the drying um, um, uh, system that David talked about, 
and uh, an assistant space in the, in the toilet area, seated multi-level food preparation areas, sun and rain protected outdoor areas. You don't want to walk out. You want to make sure you're out there and you're and you're not going to walk out and slip. And then again, for people who are in various areas, uh, backup power source sources for power outage. I know many people in my area have these um, generators that will kick in when the power's out, either here in, in severe storms, thunderstorms, things like that, or in winter with ice storms. But it keeps you going, and, it, and it's important uh, that, that we're made aware of that, that uh, a lot of people are on an oxygen supply and other where they need the power when they're living at home to keep things um, operating so so they can have a, a, a normal life. Um, the other topic they talk about is most frequently completed projects for homeowners looking to age in place. And uh, the first thing that almost everybody does is put grab bars in that are sturdy enough where you can pull and hold yourself to get yourself up or back and forth. And if you know them, they're usually around bathtubs and areas like that. But they also can be in, in various uh, uh, areas where you need a little help. And the next one is adding a ramp to the entrance. I think how many of us have driven around and seen ramps and around houses where people are living at home, where they don't have to be in an assistant living or nursing care, but they needed the access to be able to get in and out of their homes. But with doing that, and that's about 64% of the people, the grab bars are about 76% or what people would do, uh, would complete the projects. Joe, if I can add something to what you're saying. uh, Many, many years ago, I was an EMT, ambulance driver, Mm -hmm. and um, as we move into the holidays particularly Thanksgiving and Christmas, whatever. Uh, And I I don't mean to blame daughter-in-laws by any means, but generally speaking, it was in the home of the daughter-in-law, the son's home, whatever, uh, or the daughter's home. But we all have this tendency to say, oh, I've got to polish the floors and make sure they look great for the holidays. And more elderly break their hips as they walk into the foyer or wherever it is that the uh, floors have been highly polished and they do a header or they do a, they break a hip or whatever. They hit that polished floor and it's slick. And down they go. I've taken, I couldn't tell you how many elderly folks, either with broken hips, uh, broken ankles, broken wrists, to the hospital because they walked in the door or they were in the family room with hardwoods or wherever. And I'm not knocking hardwoods, and I'm not knocking, just use non-slippery wax because that is it is so dangerous for an elderly person to hit a super waxed slick floor that's it well i i think that, that advice is great and and we we've we're addressing living at home and changing your homes to uh, uh and protecting the protecting everyone but also p- particularly protecting the elderly and seniors 
so they can live at home and, and age in place. Uh, we talked about, of course, the ramp, the entrance to the house. But then sometimes when you go in, and I don't know if people, you ever have to be on crutches or on a wheelchair, it really opens your eyes what you need to, what you need to have done. And so as you build the ramp for the wheelchair or for people to walk up without having to go upstairs, you also a lot of times have to increase the width of the doorway. And that's another, uh, another item to help people who, who want to age in place. Um, about a third of the time, people want to uh, add a bathroom on the ground floor. So people don't have to go up and down stairs to use a bathroom. Some of the older houses, I know I grew up in, uh, in Connecticut and uh, uh, in the Connecticut area, and I, and I uh, remember our bathroom was on the second floor. I mean, it was really hard for my grandfather to go up and down. So that's a, that's a big plus. Another item that I wouldn't think of, and, and, and I think it's very apropos, is, chain, is uh, adding lever handles uh, doorknobs. Instead of where you have to turn, you can just press. You press down to open it. And I and you know people who have arthritis or have problems with dexterity in their hand. That certainly is a big is a big plus. I I, I think that's a good suggestion uh, personally. Um, then exactly what David talked about: changing flooring to prevent injuries. In, in injuries. You don't want that slick floor. Where people are going to fall it just takes one 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 fall where it could really hurt you. And then when the older we get, the more how how easier it is to break a bone. And I'm sure you all know people who have that happen to. Um, the other item they talk about is adding pull out shelves in the kitchen, so you don't have to reach. So you can pull it out and not to have somebody reach and maybe cause them to be off balance and to kind of floor. Uh, about a fourth of the time, they want the front entrance uh, um, uh, widened. So this is what we were talking about before, to get easy access for people who are in uh, wheelchairs or on crutches or on those motorized scooters that more and more people are using. I know I have uh, good friends that have shifted the master bedroom to the first floor which makes sense. So everything's on the same floor, that the senior doesn't have to go up and down. Things that, that we don't really uh, think about is lowering electrical switches. That if somebody who is in, is, is in a, one of these motorized scooters or a wheelchair, is they don't have to be reaching high. They can reach to, to, a, to a switch that would, that would make it easier for them to age in place. And that's what this is all about. Some people are fortunate enough to add a lift on the stairs, if that's one of your solutions. Uh, I've seen various ones. You can see it on TV, but you can see it in magazines. If this is something that will work in your house and available, that's about 10% of the time. I think it's 11 they list. Uh, and as they go through here, they talk about um, lowering countertops. Now, again, that's for people who, who are, are more in a wheelchair or one of these motorized areas. They don't want to have to get up and down where they can just work. And, and I think if you've ever, ever uh, been in, for example, some of these accessible rooms in a hotel, you'll see how everything is lower. 
the entrance to get into the bathtubs lower. The, uh, the the sink is lower. These are all to help our our our, our loved ones who are, are handicapped, whether they're elderly or not, to, to better accessible to, to this living area. And of course, they talk about you know adding a personal alert system. I I've discussed that. They talk about it, but they um, they go into a little more details here on. On some personal alert, on some advanced technology, they talk about, and then there's you know they talk about um, uh, just various things that work, like a, a safety watch, a five star medical alert system, uh, another landline medical alert system, a cellular alert system. And the smartphone uh, alert system with its apps, and and yeah, the costs are, are are very, but but it's if you're alone, and I've heard stories where it's taken you know five or six hours, somebody's laying in there in pain for somebody to check. And remember, if you don't hear from your loved one, your neighbor, people that you you are concerned with, you can always call law enforcement. And ask for a welfare check. There's not a sheriff's office, police department, or or agencies that deal with with the, as first responders that will not do a welfare check. Everybody wants to help everybody. They will do it. You're not bothering them. Now it might be in a priority if other things are going on, but it is very, very important because if you don't call, that person might be laying there on the floor. Or in one case here, we had a gentleman working in the garden down the bottom of a, of, of like a, an incline. His wife was working in the house, and um, she was uh, she was unaware of where what he was doing. And it turned out he had fallen, and he didn't have any of these devices. And finally, after about four hours, she was working in the house. She said, "Well, where is where is John, or where is is Jack?" And found out there he was laying that he'd fallen, had broken his hip. We had another instance where a, a, a in this mobile society, children constantly move away from from where they grew up and leave their loved ones in a house living alone. But they tried to call, and in this case, I know in a, in, in upstate Georgia, uh, during we had during the winter we had a snow area, a snow emergency. And uh, nobody could get to the house, so his daughter was trying to call. And it turned out that the woman had fallen um, getting in and out of the, the, the bathtub and had broken her hip. And with that, um, um, the sheriff was called and went and found her and helped her. So with that, we're going to take uh, – we're going to end this uh, – this, uh, uh, today's uh, Safe Senior Hour – and look forward to uh, coming back next week to you all. Remember, elder abuse doesn't report itself. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.